0: hello 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 welcome back to everyday sports with ajg and my co-host big man big man how are you today hello
1: hello doing well monday evening a lot of sports ramping back up a lot to talk about
0: yeah so if you're wondering why we didn't post for the last few days wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday those five days we were actually on vacation we were in eagle river we were on lost lake right is that the lake it was called yeah, we had a lot of fun. We, we went
1: Found Road at Lost Lake.
0: Yeah, we went jet skiing. We went, or we didn't go jet skiing. Actually, I wanted to go jet skiing, but we couldn't go. We went fishing. We went at the lake. We we did a lot of fun stuff. A little mini golf. A little mini golf. No yeah. sports. No official sports. No official sports. It was downtime. But let's talk about what happened today. All right, just three days into the season. First, the MLB season. The MLB season. First. We thought there was going to be a bubble in Arizona or in Florida. They went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then they said, we're not going to do a bubble because we make so much money every year off of local TV rights that we are going to lose so much more money if we don't do it like this. Everything seems to go okay. Opening day, had Juan Soto, biggest part of the Nationals team. He tested positive. Late scratch. Late scratch. He tested positive for what, the second time? was that the second time he tested positive? Uh, it might be. I'm not I'm not aware. Yeah, he tested again. And now 3 days into the season, 14 total people of the Marlins organization test positive for COVID-19. 11 of those people are the players. Yeah, that's an outbreak. I mean, that is that is not good. Not just for the MLB, but also for the NFL, who's looking at what they did as the MLB because they they, they're not going yet they still want to play in their home stadiums they don't want to do a bubble they don't want to do a bubble and I don't think the players want to do a bubble either because it's five, six, seven months you're away from your kids and your family depending on how far you go so and right now we're seeing backouts by NFL players but the MLB this is not good for them this is not good in any way for them
1: no and it's not just the Marlins game that was cancelled today they played the Phillies yesterday, was it? Yeah. And, and then the Phillies are en route to New York, I think, and they're can- back to Philly, and they had to cancel the Philly-Yankee game because they don't know if the Phillies have it since yeah. they
0: were down in Miami. Yeah, so one of the big things that I heard, I, it was just a rumor, but I think this is what was seemed to be the thing, was that three players tested positive before the game yesterday on the Marlins. And they had a players' meeting, and basically they were just like... Okay, this happened. Should we play or should we not play? And I guess they played. I guess those three players played. No, no, I think they sat. I think it was uh, Richard Urena, I think Garrett Cooper, and
1: Harold Ramirez. I think those were the three that tested positive. I don't think they played.
0: But they were still in the dugout.
1: Uh, That I don't know. But I think the rest of the team, I think those guys sat,
0: but the rest of the team voted to play. Okay. It is my understanding. I could be wrong. So, I mean, that, that is not good judgment whatsoever even if those guys weren't in the dugout having them even around the clubhouse at all not a good idea and if they knew that there were three players who tested positive i don't know why they played the game it doesn't make sense to me
1: it doesn't look good for major league baseball um they said they wanted to keep the players health in the forefront and i saw david price was out tweeting today um, Who sat out of the season, by the way. Sitting out of the season, and he said, you know, MLB always said it was players' um, health in the forefront, and now let's see MLB step up and do the right thing. I think he's looking for them to shut it down, because uh, for them to just keep pushing games out there, um, looks like they're putting the dollar ahead of the health. Yeah, the because players.
0: as of right now, those are the only two games that have been canceled. Most likely, the Marlins game for Tuesday has been canceled, because the Orioles already are back in Baltimore. They're not right. They're not, not in America. Miami. So most likely those are the two games that are gonna get cancelled. Yankees Phillies apparently the Phillies they shut down the game because they thought the Phillies might have a really high coronavirus count. We haven't heard anything yet. Because about why? It. Because they were in Be- because Miami, they played the Marlins. Playing the Marlins and they yeah. thought that they might have spread it first, but it seems like they haven't spread it first, but even if they had those eight other players for the Marlins that tested positive they were in contact with the phillies players then they have they might have big covid cases there so th- that's that's probably why that game was canceled i have a feeling that's the only reason why and i have a feeling do, do they play again tomorrow the yankees and yes. the phillies i have a feeling that game will go on yeah i mean you don't have too many off days at all here from here to the end yeah i think the, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure the yankees play every single day until august 10th i think that's their first off day Yeah, I mean, they're trying to get
1: games in every day wherever they can, so off days are rare. Um, You know, Phillies play the Marlins. They got to look at both teams and uh, see what happens next. But, you know, this is just... If it can happen with all the testing and everything that they have in place in MLB organizations, you
0: know, it's... it can get through any testing, it seems like. Yeah, because I, I have a feeling that this isn't just... This This is a big task for Ma- Rob Manfred here. Every single time that he's spoken to the press, really, he hasn't seemed like a very smart person. Everything he said hasn't came out of his mouth right, even if he meant it in a different way. So the way that Rob Manfred is going to have to do this is he's either going to have to say, we're just going to have to keep going. We've got these minor league players that we can pull up. We've got expanded rosters that we can use these players to go, and then those players will get back once they test negative a bunch of times, or they say we've just got to cancel it. We've got to shut down the league because whatever Rob Manfred does, the NFL is pretty much gonna have to follow suit what they do, because the NFL wants to follow the MLB's uh, plan. But not I don't think plan. not a bubble plan. And but I think the MLB hasn't been set up right. I don't think they've been set up as good as the NFL wants it to be because the NFL has all this time now to say okay what went wrong here what do we need to fix and how are we going to implement this because the NFL still wants guys to be with their families and the MLB is doing that they they're having people be with their families but that might be the risk here is that players going home to their families if their wives are working then the wife's going out to do something and then comes back and maybe gives it to them. Or they go back and give it to the wife and kids or whoever they're with. I think that's that's the more important factor here.
1: And it's probably not even the wives that are working. I think a lot of the wives of these professional players are not working <laughs> uh, because of the contracts these guys have. Yeah, fully but, guaranteed. But um, I, I just think that in a non-bubble environment... I mean, even in the bubble environments, you had guys going to strip clubs and going out to dinner and yeah. picking up food. So, I mean, yeah. even in the bubble environment, people are, are making it risky. Um, but you get into a non-bubble environment where guys are coming and going, they're interacting more than you would in a bubble environment, it's just it's just going to happen. Yeah, and, uh, the, the, the,
0: there was an article that came out a few days ago about that, about uh, contact with other people. And... It was, about, it was about 60 people um, One MLB player would come in contact with about 60 people Every single day So that's already 60 different people that you have to track down And say okay we need to test you immediately And then having other people maybe come into your house Or your wife or your spouse or someone else Who is in your family going to someone else's house And then maybe contracting it and giving it to you That's I mean you, you can't control that Obviously, you—I mean—you can try, but ultimately, you're not going to be able yeah, to control unless it. Unless
1: you're in a bubble environment, it's not going to be controllable. And I think if you get one more outbreak like this, I—I don't see how they can keep pushing, pushing on with this plan. It just—you uh, know—in Florida's a hot spot, so. Uh, but you know, if something happens in Texas or one of the California teams, it, I think one or two more of these outbursts. Um, and that's it. I don't think they can continue. It's just, uh, it. I mean, as I said in a prior podcast that Sean Doolittle on the Washington Nationals, he gave an interview about a week or two ago when he said, uh, you know, playing professional sports should be the reward for flattening the curve and getting over a pandemic. And it just seems like we're pushing to do this during a pandemic. And it just doesn't, It doesn't check the list of smart
0: things to do. Yeah, especially with, I mean, as you said, with the pandemic right now. I mean, it's just, it's not a good idea. Obviously, we want to flatten the curve. But the way that America has been set up right now, everyone wants sports back. All these commissioners and leagues are pushing for sports to get back. And they're trying their best to make it as safe as they can, going off of the players' um, recommendations and what they want to happen so it's it's a lot about the health and safety part, but also you have to think about the business here MLB is they are struggling for fandom they have that they have that group of people who who are die hard fans and by the way, MLB had their record of like it was I think it was two, two since the early 2000s of people watching games they, every year increasing no the just this past day opening night yankees nationals mm mm-hmm that game had four million people watching yeah people were
1: starved for sports but that doesn't make it right to run a league out there in the middle of a pandemic it doesn't make it right but and i just think as careful as they're being the overall plan or non-plan of the country is the overriding factor in how successful or not these leagues will be if that makes sense yeah not to get political in the show
0: we yeah. should stick to the sports aspect. Yeah. But um I think that's an overriding factor. Yeah, just because financially, if the league does not resume, it will it will cost them more money. This the league not being able to resume will cost them more money than them being able to play. And all of these players who already opted out, they're pretty much safe. They're not gonna contract COVID nineteen unless it's from someone who isn't inside the organization. And especially with all of these players now, Mookie Betts got a huge deal. Him having all that money, guaranteed. With the, if there's no season, I don't know how MLB will end up paying their players. Uh, I think
1: it's they probably have some insurance clauses in the contract, but um, you know, hopefully this pandemic runs its course in the next six to twelve months. But uh, I think the long-term thought is that they're going to be back playing ball to pack stadiums within a couple of years. And uh, paying those big
0: contracts uh, won't be a problem, but that's a lot of ifs and a lot of buts. Yeah, I think the one big thing is this year, if MLB doesn't have a season, those diehard fans, some of those people are going to leave. They're going to go watch other sports. But if the MLB uh, MLB
1: season doesn't happen, I don't know what other sports are going to step in
0: and... And substitute. Well, you're going to have NBA, who's in a bubble, zero positive okay. tests. NHL registered like 2,000 tests. Not a single one came back positive. They're going to the bubbles in Canada as we speak right now. Um, yeah, I NFL already said NBA. To be determined. NFL to be determined. Yeah, I, I,
1: just, I just don't see a lot of baseball fans hop in the fence to become hockey fans all of a sudden. Um, I think if you're a hardcore baseball fan, you know, you'll be there. But, uh...
0: It may be a wait. <laughs> it's just because you're gonna have NBA on, NHL on every single day, all hours of the day. It's gonna make baseball look bad and NFL
1: look bad. It's if, gonna look. It's, not it's gonna make NFL. a Rob Manfred look bad. But you know, it's also you're asking these players to give up their lives to sit in a hotel room basically um, and wait for the games and give up their family and and you know the niceties of life. So uh yeah, cause there's I'm, gotta be a happy medium somewhere.
0: I mean obviously no one wants to do that. Like I'm sure NBA guys are not happy that they can't have their families there. I think once they get to the conference finals, then families are allowed to come. They'll be able to stay in the bubble with oh, them. Is that right? Which might make some COVID cases yeah. go up. Which would not be good for the NBA obviously. But that's one thing that they're trying to include in there. But with the MLB, with them people going home and back to the facilities every single day, it just it leads for a lot more people to contract COVID when you're trying to keep a whole entire league running, playing across the country. And every it's week. not just
1: the players. I mean, you got clubhouse attendants, you got front office people, you got groundskeepers,
0: you got you and know just, some of those people are older people. Yeah, some of those people might risk. have underlying conditions they're as well. Risk. So. It's all about keeping your players safe and your staff safe. Because that's the one thing that you really need to happen. Because you, you can't lose those people. Like Those are the people that make your organization run. Right, so you can't just look at
1: it and say, oh, there are 11 Marlins players. It's the whole organization. They had 19 people test
0: positive. No, they had 14. Or 14, sorry. And 11 of those were players. Three yeah. of those were other people in the in the club. One of those being a coach. Other two were yeah. just other two people who were... In the traveling party. I mean, yeah, it it does not look good for the NFL right now. No. Especially, uh, yeah, we'll have to see what the next twenty four to forty eight hours brings. Yeah, especially if the NFL wants to try and get back on track here. Uh, they had, well, so let's talk about the let's talk about uh NFL now. Okay. All right. While we were gone, uh, Washington had a few changes to their organization. First they changed their name they changed it from the Washington Redskins to the Washington football team yeah that is their name it is the Washington yeah. football team they're trying to do the right thing and change the name and with
1: the season coming up within a few weeks that it, it normally takes teams a year or two at 12 a minimum, to 18 months to find a new name and vet it and you know get trademarks and make all it right. that yeah. sort of stuff so they're just playing it safe Getting rid of Redskins, going playing Washington football team, and now they can take their time and just uh, see how things play out. Yeah, you I know, mean, if there's no football season, then it really didn't make a difference. They, yeah,
0: you know they didn't lose. And then, and then they have even more time to try and rebrand. Yeah. But they said they they're trying to get the name out there by September 13th. That's that's what they want. A new that, name. That's about the deadline where the season's gonna start. So. That's, that's where they want to have that name in place, but they still have to get the trademarks, still have to get the jerseys, they still have to get all of those things sorted out. But the Washington football team doesn't sound too bad, though. It doesn't sound... I mean, they, they took As out a the holding, name. holding uh, name, it sounds fine. They, they took out the name, they still established 1932, still going to keep their color scheme, mm-hmm. but now, well, instead of the Redskins, it is the football team. That's all it is. And so now with the Washington football team. Their players, Darius Geis, their running back, who they were drafted a few years back, he's been dealing with injury almost his whole career. Mm-hmm. He's going to be coming back this year. He said he's he's totally healthy. Last year his season ended with an MCL injury. So hopefully he'll be able to get back and have just as productive a season as he was having when he, when he got injured. And the big name, Alex Smith, has mm-hmm. been cleared for football. He... Has been put on the pup list. If you know what that is, yep, physically unable to play. Physically unable to play list. He has been cleared for football after a brutal hit two years ago that he almost died from. Mm-hmm. If if you watch that documentary, it was it was not pretty. His leg did not look good. And he's I don't back. see how he makes it back on the field. I mean, it's a nice story and all, but I uh, I don't think they look to him as the number one guy especially right now with Dwayne Haskin, but even having Alex Smith in there is still a good veteran presence. I mean, just a few years ago, he was in the MVP conversation. Yeah. He, and then they obviously traded him and brought in Patrick Mahomes to start over him. And he got traded to Washington, had that brutal hit. Yeah. I mean, whatever
1: he was a couple of years ago, that's a different lifetime. That's a different player. I yeah. I think the Alex Smith now, yeah, he's healthy, he's recovered, but he's
0: not the same guy that I think that that's why they put him on the uh the pup list, list just because they're going to be able to evaluate him as he keeps going through this process he's cleared for football but they still want to see what he can do on the field because he, he hasn't played in two years yeah he has barely been able to stand up for six months yeah I, I just don't I mean none of these guys that should say, none of them but
1: a lot of guys they have that crazy break in their leg and it's it's tough to
0: come back it's tough to be the same person, yeah. but you've got people like Odell Beckham, who was dealing with an injury all last year. He broke his his uh fibia, I think, his fibia mm-hmm. and his tibia two years ago. So, I mean, these are just guys that had these injuries and are now trying to come back. Odell didn't have a great season last year, but he was dealing with injuries all year that he played through. He says he's healthy now, so good for Odell, but good for Alex Smith. Good for him to finally be out on the practice field, out and out of the hospital and out of physical therapy and with the team. Yeah, for if him. anything,
1: it's a, it's a good-feel story, and uh, good for him. Happy for Alex Smith.
0: Yeah. There was also big news came out from the Chiefs a few days ago. Uh, guard Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, he was one of the guards that was on the Chiefs team that won the Super Bowl last mm-hmm. year. He has decided... ...that he will miss out on almost $2.5 million this year... ...to stay on the front lines. Because as he is a doctor yeah. as well. So he has decided to make $150,000 instead of $2.7 million. And he will stay and be a doctor on the front lines. And to replace him, the Chiefs brought in Kalichi Osmo- Osmo- Os- Osmole, sorry, He was the guard for the Raiders a few years in a row... He was he was okay last year. He wasn't he wasn't anything special, but it it's a good guy. It's a good veteran guy to replace another veteran guy, who is he says he's seen what COVID nineteen can do mm-hmm. and wants to stay on the front lines and help uh, lower the yeah, lower the. Curve. He's trying
1: to do the right thing. He's trying to do more good
0: than he would by uh, you know being a lineman on the football field. Yeah, but so th- you got to give it to the guy i i applaud him he's he's doing something that a lot of people wouldn't do especially given the circumstance that he's in and he's also exposing himself to even more cases than he would on the football field so he's putting him he's putting himself in more danger but he's putting himself in more danger for the greater good of of people so i mean great for him that's that's amazing for him how many years has he been in the league oh i don't know
1: I mean, he's not a rookie. But he's not a rookie. He, yeah, he, so he, he was on the Super Bowl team last year. He's definitely banked uh, some paychecks over the last few seasons. So the fact that he is losing a lot of salary this year is uh, is one angle of it, but I, he's probably pretty well off. Um, if he's a doctor, he sounds like a smart guy. He's probably been investing his money and not squandering it like some of these guys, buying cars and Rolexes and multiple homes. Um,
0: so he, you know... That was probably part of his consideration. Yeah, but I mean, still, that's that's a great it's it's a, it's a great effort by him. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. It's, uh, do you remember Pat Tillman? Yeah, Pat Tillman. I mean, he
1: left, left NFL to go ser-
0: uh, serve the country. Yeah, and he ended up uh,
1: dying on the front lines. So, you know, some of these guys, they uh, they do what they feel is best
0: for uh, for them in the situation that uh, that there's at the prim- time. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, just amazing for him. Um, let's talk about some stuff that came out today All right. All right, Raheem Mostert He was one of the running backs for the 49ers Obviously he went to the Super Bowl He had an absolutely monstrous game in the playoffs yeah. Especially against the Packers Where they rushed for 193 yards Before contact against the Packers defense He said earlier in the year That he either wanted to trade Or he wants a new deal and he's gonna hold out. Was this his second year in the league? This would have been his second. This is his second oh, year. Oh, he was in the just league. a rookie last. year. He was year. just a rookie last year, and they renewed his contract. He was he was an undrafted rookie. Mm-hmm. That's why they're able to renew his contract he here. Peaked at the right time. Yeah, he got he gets a new deal. It, they didn't add any years to it. They just restructured it. So he gets two point five seven five million dollars in base salary with a three hundred thousand dollar bonus. And he can earn up to an additional $2.75 million in bonus and incentives. That's great for him. Especially him coming out of being an undrafted mm-hmm. rookie to now get this. Obviously, I think he wanted top running back money. But for him, who only came onto the scene late, right. this, is, this is good for him. He chasing came on that late. Money.
1: He had some good games during the season. But then he really busted out at the very end of the season at the opportune time. So it just shows you, if one or two really good games at the end of the season can
0: mean anything. Yeah,
1: to win. I mean, they won the Super Bowl. They did not win the oh, Super Bowl. they did Bowl. not win the Super Bowl. They lost.
0: Ah, okay, mean, I'm thinking of uh, a yeah, different thing, different situation. Yeah. But, I mean, great for Raheem Mostert getting his getting his bag, getting getting himself a good deal. Um, Another thing that happened when we were out in uh, Eagle River, Wisconsin, Jamal Adams traded to the Seattle Seahawks. He was tra- traded for Bradley McDougal. He was a safety. 21, 2021 and 2022 first round picks. And a 2021 third round pick. Are the Seahawks gearing up for a run in the NFC? They were winning games last year literally on Russell Wilson's back. Like, Russell Wilson was the guy for that team. I think that they they want to make a run this year, and they think this year they can do it. Next year, this year, and next year, they're not going to have a lot of salary cap. And Jamal Adams is, he is on contract through 2021. So that 2022 year, he'll be asking for a new contract. The Jets didn't want to give him a new contract. So now he's been traded to the Seahawks, where Pete Carroll, they had the Legion of Boom, mm-hmm. Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, those guys, Richard Sherman. Those guys were the Legion of Boom. They're trying to build that back up again because they haven't really had a guy back there since Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor. They haven't really had one of those big name safeties. Now they've got a superstar, a guy who was a first round pick 2, 3 years ago. And the Seahawks look ready to make a run here. Yeah, it looks like they're going all in. That's a lot of picks to give up. It is. <laughs> I mean, that I think it's a right now from the way that we've looked at it, it's a win-win trade. Bradley McDougal is he's he's a good, he's a good player. He's obviously not Jamal Adams level. But getting him plus good three player, picks, <laughs> plus three picks, both of which or two of them are first round picks. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be very good first round picks, but still first round picks. what nevertheless, nevertheless, and a 2021 third round pick. So I mean, it right now it looks like the Jets are setting up for the future. Seahawks want to win now. All good things for either team, but the one big thing that I was wondering about is Jadavian Clowney he's still a free agent number one pick seven eight years ago he was the beast out of South Carolina he was the guy now he's had an injury-ridden career he signed one-year deal with the Seahawks last year or he was traded to the Seahawks he's he wants about 15 million dollars per year and I'm thinking right now if the Seahawks go out and get him on a two-year deal And backload the contract, give him a lot of money next year, give him a little bit this year, just because they don't have the salary cap flexibility. If they go out and grab him, are they the favorite to win the Super Bowl? I
1: don't know if they are the favorites. Um, You know, even if you sign Clowney, injured guys just don't all of a sudden turn the corner and become healthy guys. They always got that, you know, asterisk of. You know injury
0: status, they, they, you know nagging him. They've always got that risk. But what we've seen from J- Davian Clowney when he's healthy, is he could be the best player in the league if he's healthy. Yeah, he could be up there with he's, Aaron Donald. He's just, he's he just got hasn't that, been able to yeah. stay on the field. He's got an F in terms of health grade, but uh, he's got an A plus and everything else.
1: Yeah, but you got to be on the field to deliver, so. Yeah, I mean, if they bring him back, I, they shouldn't do more than a two-year contract, as you're suggesting. I mean, there's just too much risk with a guy like that paying top money.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if, if if they grab him, that Jamal Adams addition and the Jadavian Cloney addition solidifies really, that defense. Yeah. And you've got Russell Wilson on the other side with Tyler Lockett, who's a good, good wide receiver, DK Metcalf up and coming, Chris Carson, good running back. He was ranked in the top 100 for this year. Yep. Congratulations to him. Also, Larry Fitzgerald ranked in the top 100, came out today. He's the hmm. 69th best player in the league. Every single year that they've had an NFL top 100 players, Larry Fitzgerald has been in that. Yeah. Every single but is year. Is he on the Seahawks now, you saying? No, he's on the Cardinals. Okay. I, I was just pointing out that okay. he, was, right. he was up there. But, yeah, I mean, they are... The Seahawks, I think they have a chance to go to the Super Bowl again this year. They've got to go through the Buccaneers, they've got to go through the Saints, maybe the Falcons, they might have to go through the Falcons. They're going to have to go through a lot of good teams in the NFC, Packers, Vikings, those type of teams. And I see, I think that the Seahawks are better than those teams. Yeah. With that Jamal Adams addition, I think that that puts them over the top. Their defenses, even without Clowney. even without Clowney. If they get Clowney, then it puts them even more over the top, and I would even go to say that they're probably going to have the number one defense in the league next year. Hmm. But with Jamal Adams, he's the he's one of the best safeties in the league. I'd say top five for sure. And I mean, this well, is... I'll
1: have to remember that when choosing my fantasy uh, defense.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too. I'm gonna try and steal them from you. That's for <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, I think that's that. That's all the time you've got, right? That's about it for my uh, my allotment of time. Yeah, we're gonna have. I got another podcast to get to. Yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have the Sues on next, so stay tuned for that, and we'll see you after the break. Thank you. For Thank listening. you. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome back to Everyday Sports with AJG. We just had the big man on. And right now we've got Suze. How are you, Suze?
2: I'm doing pretty good, thank you.
0: So one thing we didn't get to cover with Big Man, that it actually just came out just a few minutes ago, but Cody Latimer, DeAndre Baker, and Quinton Dunbar, all put on the commissioner's exemption list, which basically means that they cannot play and they cannot practice, but they'll get paid leave. That's pretty much what that means. DeAndre Baker and Quinton Dunbar, they were put on the headlines a few weeks ago, When it came out that they robbed a party that they were at. They apparently... They robbed a party. They robbed a party they were at. It was apparently over a game of poker or some sort of card game. But they had... They had been at a party the night before. And I guess they lost some money there. And they came back and played with these guys again at a different party. And they won. And my guess is that they couldn't pay. The guys who lost couldn't pay. So they robbed them. They had, like, guns and stuff. They were... They have been placed on the commissioner's exemption list. Cody Latimer was a guy who kind of slipped under the radar. He has... He's facing eight charges. Four of those are felony charges. One including uh, assault with a deadly weapon. So... Not good. Not a good look for the NFL. Good that they put them on the commissioner's exemption list. Meaning they won't play, probably, ever again. But... Not a good look for the NFL.
2: No, I would say not. It's not a good way to uh, be uh, going through the summer here. It's nice to go to parties and have some fun, but not so good to rob the people who you're partying with.
0: Yeah, w- one of the things that I was talking about, it was a, f- a few weeks ago, I was just talking with, with Big Man, but uh, that a lot of these players, they have, usually during the offseason, they have places to be they have places where they need to go, they have to work out, they have to do all this stuff. With this season, maybe they don't know where, when it's going to start, where they're going to have to be able to be. Sometimes they go home during the offseason and they get back into these old habits that maybe they used to have. Sometimes those can come out, especially if they don't have any like leadership or anyone that's telling them where to go. Because I haven't been through it, but in college you have people telling you where to go. Especially if you're on a team, you have coaches, you have Uh, athletic directors you have all these people telling you what you need to do and where you need to be what type of work you have to do but then when you get to these pro leagues you have your season and then you have three month off season they say okay do whatever you want you have these three months come back ready and in shape and when these people don't or when these players don't have that type of leadership sometimes they go oh we are not going to tell me what to do well i'm just going to do what i want to do then
2: yeah, but these are grown people. I mean, these are well, okay, okay. They are adults and they have to be able to take responsibility for themselves. But I think you are right. I think occasionally they do go back to um, some older habits, hanging out with friends that they've had for, you know, maybe a, a long period of time in their life. And maybe it's not the best influence for them. But I mean, these these players sound like they were hanging out together making bad decisions um you know so i i guess they're going to have to have some consequences to those actions uh, well
0: the, the one thing that you said about uh them being adults some of these people are 25 and under yeah so they are still kids. young adu- young, y- adults. young
2: adults young adults i guess
0: so, I mean, and they're new into the league, so new having all this money that you don't know what to do with.
2: That's true. That is money they have probably, some of them have not had in their lives before, so I can understand that. But I do think that they have to act like responsible adults, and maybe they also need with the teams to give them more um, understanding of their financial you know, wealth now and what they should maybe do with it. Um, so that they don't end up in these type of situations. But it sounds like a party gone bad.
0: Yeah. Well, definitely not a good look for for people who were partying. Especially during a COVID-19 pandemic. I mean, not good to be out with other people during a pandemic. Especially robbing people during a pandemic. Not <laughs> no, not, not exactly the best, the best thing no, that you it's want to not.
2: happen. No, not at all.
0: Yeah. Um, that was the last thing I had for NFL So uh, we'll go, let's go to NBA now
2: Alright A so lot going on in the bubble
0: A lot going on in the bubble Okay. So a few days ago I talked about this in the first hour We were in Eagle River We were on Lost Lake We were having fun time up there That's why we hadn't uploaded a podcast in about 5 days But Adrian Wojnarowski is the ESPN reporter for NBA He had been on leave from ESPN he came back and the first thing he said was this was his bomb his Woj bomb Pacers all-star power forward or center DeMontis Sabonis left the bubble after he suffered a left foot injury and he needed support from doctors outside of the bubble this is huge news for the Pacers fans because DeMontis Sabonis this was he's a young player this is his first year as an all-star he was he was had an amazing season coming up to now and him not being there leaves a big hole in that power forward position because they have Miles Turner at the center, and they have other pieces around like Victor Oladipo, but he was that big star this year. He was the guy that stepped up while Victor Oladipo was gone, while Miles Turner wasn't having as productive as, of a season as he's had. He was the go-to guy for that team, and now he's he's out for the rest of the season. He needed support from other doctors that they didn't have in the bubble. So, mm. not good for the Pacers. Good for good for the East, because they don't have to go through DeMontis Sabonis' powerhouse. But, not good for the Pacers. Not good for the city of Indiana.
2: Who else is out? Is anyone out, uh, you know, from the um, NBA who got injured or has tested positive at this point?
0: Um, no one yet. There are people who are coming into the bubble. Okay. So, Aaron Baines of the... Of the Phoenix Suns He and his family had COVID-19 So he had has His visit had been delayed He actually traveled to Orlando today And joined his team in Orlando And Patrick Beverly Also came in today And he's a part of the Clippers So good thing for that he actually came back After leaving the bubble for a family emergency Okay As did No
2: news of what that family emergency was No, no news
0: of what that was Okay As did Zion Williamson. This is the big one. He is back in the bubble after leaving for a family emergency. He's expected to join practice again on Wednesday. After uh, passing tests. After passing COVID tests. So good for the Pelicans. That's for sure. Because when Zion's on the floor. They are better in almost every single stat. PR. points, er, Points per possession. All of those things. Zion Williamson makes that team better. And now I think that they have a real shot at being that 8 seed that they need to get into the playoffs. Okay. Especially because they are only a few games back, and they have the easiest schedule. They were winning without Zion, but now adding Zion back in makes them even more of a powerhouse. Okay. Um, and then the big story that came out today. Lou Williams of of the Clippers. What I, I, I don't know what he's doing here. He was a... He, <laughs> he was on an nba excused absence and he picked up food at magic city gentlemen's club and he has now been or he's going to have a 10-day quarantine period which will sideline him for the first two games of the regular season
2: so like, he says he only went to the gentleman's club to pick up food.
0: To pick up food. To pick up wings. Apparently those wings <laughs> those wings app- are some good wings. Th- those wings are very good. Yeah heard from multiple sources though. Those wings are <laughs> very good. He also has he has wings named after him at that place. Oh, does he? he so does. he's a regular I at guess, this place. I guess he is a regular okay. at Magic City. Yeah. But I'm it, like how do, how do you do that? Like,
2: how do you... Let like, your team down for you, you, you are uh, in, some wings?
0: You are in a bubble. You are in a place where you are not supposed to interact with anyone who is outside of that bubble. And yet you go out.
2: I think I'm not, I don't think they're understanding the concept of the
0: bubble. Yeah, and you yeah. go out and you interact with these, these people, these ladies, <laughs> that are...
2: Well, he was at least, he was at a club, so who knows if there were ladies there at the moment, but he was not in the bubble.
0: He was not in the bubble. It, it was an excused absence, so I think he was going to get food, and now he has came back, and then they had to question his, his time there, what he did, and he says this, now he has to be quarantined for 10 days, because he's a candidate for six men of the year. He's one of those people who averages 18 points coming off the bench. He's one of the best players the Clippers had. He's part of the top five of that team. So, him not being there is going to hurt them. They've already clinched a playoff spot. They've already clinched the second spot, pretty much, in the the West. But him not being there is... is, It's a blow for the Clippers. I mean, just... (laughs) How do he do that? Like,
2: it's just... <laughs> well, and how did people... Well, How does he think that they're not going to question him doing this? Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, he, like he didn't you, get drive through at the Gentleman's Club. <laughs> like, he sounds he like he into, went inside. He went
0: into there, ordered the wings. <laughs> apparently, he, he took a picture with a rapper. Oh! His name was uh, Jack Harlow. I've heard some of his songs. He's a good rapper. But apparently, he took a picture with him. Jack Harlow posted that picture. But still, even... Even even then, like, why? First off, why are you in that place when you're supposed to be in a bubble? And second off, why are you taking pictures with people that that <laughs> and have And when you're influence? taking pictures,
2: it usually means that you're not exactly uh, socially distanced either.
0: Yeah, especially when you're right next to someone. Meaning you cannot be socially distanced if you are right next to someone.
2: And I assume he's not wearing a mask.
0: Uh, in these pictures. Maybe I I haven't seen the picture. I just heard that he was he was posed with. With Jack Harlow. Okay. So. Well, it sounds
2: like he had a nice night, but now he's gonna miss now now he's
0: not gonna have a great ten nights. nights. (laughs) So.
2: Well, again, these are consequences that people, you know, have to learn that they got to take this stuff seriously, and they, you know, they're they are in the bubble to be athletes at the moment, and I'm sure it's really hard to give up your life at that time, but that's kind of what you need to do to keep all your fellow players safe. So, I don't know. Hey, it's this is going to yeah. be tough.
0: Especially you as a person who's won six men of the year about three years in a row. Yeah. Him not being there for his team is a huge blow to them. But probably to his self-esteem as well and the other teams, their teammate chemistry. I would think so. Because, I mean, that's, that's not a good thing you want to say in the locker room. Like, oh yeah, you went out to go do this and you're just jeopardizing year whole 10 days where you can't train you can't you can't get shots up you can't do this and you're gonna miss the first two games of the of the regular regular with quotation marks season yeah yeah, yeah just not I mean what are you doing buddy like <laughs> I, I don't understand I don't understand why you why like just get food ordered to the bubble you don't have to go out and get it that's that's just my thinking I don't know if you have anything different.
2: Well, you know, I get people are having to give up their normal lives right now. And that is not an easy situation for people. And you've got these athletes who are used to having pretty big social lives. And um, I think they kind of think that, you know, they're not going to get caught doing it. I mean, you know, we saw the Michael Jordan uh, documentary where... um, You know, Scottie Pippen sat out games when he was injured, but he was also not happy about his contract. And so there was consequences there. And, um, you know, these these big athletes, they they do stuff like this. I think they just don't think kind of down the road what this means and that, you know, they're not at the bubble just because they're athletes and they need to be there. They're really trying to keep everyone safe from the virus. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I think that the Scottie Pippen thing was a little different. It was that he signed this contract that was seven years for $18 million, which was less than... Or which was less than three quarters of the NBA was making. Yes. Towards the end of their career, or towards the end of his contract, not happy about that. He was one of the top players in the league. Yeah. He wanted. He wanted out. He wanted a new contract. He wanted a restructured contract. So maybe b- a better
2: example is Dennis Rodman, who took off to Vegas. Who took off to Ve- Yes. There For you go. for like many days, and when he was supposed to come back, you know, I think someone actually had to go get him. Yeah. Um. You know. I mean. So th- listen. I think they want to express themselves too, and I get that. But you know, this is this is like life or death for some people, so they they've got to be a little yeah. bit more careful. Because you know,
0: I'll, I'll say this: when you come, when you go to somewhere else that has that might might have a COVID nineteen outbreak that we don't know about yet, and then you go back to the bubble, which has older coaches, sixty five plus year old coaches, trainers, players like that. Or, not players, but people like that who are in the bubble with you. You're not only putting them at risk. You put yourself at risk. You're putting your teammates at risk. And now you're putting all these older people at risk and people who have underlying conditions. Yes, absolutely. So, it's it's not a smart move. I mean, you can enjoy yourself as so much as you want. I'm not going to stop you. For, I physically cannot stop you from <laughs> doing that. But...
2: I don't think you're going to stop a six foot five at the uh, low end yeah. from doing it. But yeah, I mean, they're going to have to face the consequences.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, we do have breaking news right now <clears throat> coming out of the MLB. Um, we talk- I talked to Big Man earlier about the MLB and about how they had multiple cases on the Marlins team today that of came COVID-19. out. They had 14 people test positive, 11 players and three other personnel, one one of them being a manager or a coach on the team. Rob Manfred went on MLB Network and said that the Marlins outbreak can be managed and is confident that health protocols are working. That is not true. <laughs> health protocols are not working. You had three guys who tested positive. Great, you told them that they tested positive, and yet you still played the game. Those, people, those three people sat out as big man said earlier, but having those three people still being around the whole entire team. Well, it does, it
2: does make me think though, that when you have that many people break out at the same time, that they were probably not following off the field um, protocol. I think they must have been together in small confined where I would say it's safer to be like you are dressed, you get on the field, you do your practices or you're playing and you do your game and then you leave the field and you don't go inside hanging out in locker rooms after games. So I don't know if that's, that's what they were doing.
0: That's what the clubhouse is, though. The clubhouse is supposed to be an area that is contained. But if you have three people sitting out who've already been in the locker room who have already touched stuff, who have already been there, who were suited up for the game, and then were told that you're not going to play in the game. You have all these people still there, still in the clubhouse with other teammates.
2: But I didn't even think they were supposed to be in the clubhouses.
0: They are. They're, they still have the option to be.
2: Okay. I think that's a mistake.
0: I th- it's definitely a mistake. I mean, Rob Manfred is not the smartest guy. Well, I, I think he is a smart guy. He's the commissioner of the league, obviously. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to say things correctly i don't think his his talking is very up to par as where a commissioner should be mm-hmm. but him saying that health protocols are working i think is a total lie because you now have these people who broke out where did that covid come from who knows who, who knows where that came from but if you're gonna tell three people that you have that they have covid and then still keep them in the stadium like that it just doesn't make any sense like why are you doing that
2: i don't know i don't know did they already know that they had it and they let them stay or they, they tested they, him right then and they came back they positive? tested well
0: they te- before, when you go into the stadium you have to be tested for it because it, you go home or you, in the morning you wake up you take you take two temperature tests if you pass both those then you go into work and then you have to get t- temperature again fill out a questionnaire and then get tested those people their test came back right before the game they had a players meeting and those people sat out. Those three people sat out. As far as I'm aware, they were still in the stadium, in the clubhouse, were waiting for the game to be over, and then they all left. That's also why the games were canceled earlier today. The the Marlins game was canceled. Mar- Marlins-Orioles, that game will also be canceled for tomorrow, most likely. And the Yankees-Phillies Yankees, Yankees uh, Phillies game was canceled because the Phillies played the the Marlins yesterday. Got it. Okay. So those two games were canceled today. But um, it ju- it just doesn't make sense to me how how you can allow people who have COVID to still be in a proximity that is somewhat close to other people who don't have it.
2: Who do you think's doing a much better job, the NBA?
0: Yes, the NBA is light years ahead of the MLB. Adam Silver is light years ahead of Rob Manfred. Yeah. That is that's that's my conclusion to it because the MLB was supposed to have a bubble they're supposed to have bubbles and then they said we're not going to do that because financially it doesn't work for us we we need to have other things happening here that's not going to work for us and then they go out they say we're going to do this and now the nfl says oh well you guys are going to do this well now we're going to try and do this too so they're looking as close as they can to mlb to figure out what's working what's not working and then this comes out that they have 14 people test positive and the nfl's like oh crap what are we going to do now? We were banking on this to work.
2: Well, then maybe they need to follow the NBA a little bit more. Because maybe they the, need to find, you the, know, they got to find a couple of stadiums to play in and the people have to lock down before they start to play.
0: Yeah, I say it's either that because I mean, the bu- the bubble has proven to work. The NBA zero positive test. NHL is moving into the bubbles as we speak in Toronto. They tested over 2000 people and they had zero positive tests so the bubble has been proven to work MLS too as well they had zero positive tests for like the fourth week in a row so I mean the the bubble was proven to work if the MLB cannot figure this out the NFL might not happen unless they can go into a bubble and that's the big thing I'm worried about because I MLB is obviously a big sport it's something that that a lot of diehard people a lot of diehard fans like to watch me personally I don't like to watch baseball as much as I like to watch football and basketball and hockey those are sports that I love to watch those are sports that I enjoy to watch and then you've got the MLB which is just it's a slow game obviously it's been more it's been better lately because teams have just been smacking home runs out of the park it's been home run fest everywhere but the the Rob Manfred has to figure something out he's got to say or he's got to go either the PGA route or he's got to go the NBA route. The PGA route is where they basically said someone's gonna get it, we're just gonna say, yep, you cannot, you cannot go in this tournament. You've gotta wait until the next one. Or they've got to go NBA route, which is get a bubble and just bring everyone there. Yeah. Which I mean, it's not, it's it's not ideal either situation because you have these people who have COVID, who are just who are just not able to play the game that they love to play.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, you can't, it, no matter what you do, you can't let the people who have COVID hang around with the people who don't. So just everyone gets it. Because then you just get more cases and then yeah, it's I helping. Mean, that's, there's that's, nothing helping the situation. No, no, of course not. So I think they've got to find a way to make this work. And then I know we had talked about too, football has that close proximity of people breathing on each other. I mean, think about them on the line you know, head down, breathing at each other. So they should also hopefully have some sort of mass protection um, for football. But yeah, I think doing something like a bubble would be a better option. Sounds like at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, the bubble has proven to work. It's something that that it's costing the leagues a lot of money. But with TV rights and sponsors and all that stuff, I'm assuming that the NBA is covering those costs with sponsors and all that. So good for them. I mean, not good for the MLB, obviously. But yeah,
2: they got to figure something out.
0: They've got to figure something out. And whatever they decide, the NFL is going to have to go off that. Because the and the NFL is really looking closely at the MLB here. I know they are. Because they're saying, we this is the outline that we want to do. We want to follow them. We want to be able to play in our home stadiums. But if they can't do that, they're going to have to either suspend the season or, or delay the season. Or they're going to have to cancel the season. Or they're going to have to go to a bubble. Those are the three options I think there are. Especially for an NFL who is one of the highest the highest leagues in TV revenue, revenue in general, and most watched games. It's them and the NBA. Those are the two that are really up there. And if, if they can't figure out a way to get themselves back on the field... Or in MLB's case, back on the back on the back on the mound, and back on the field in the MLB, then the sports sports might not be back until next year.
2: Yeah, no, they gotta they gotta work it out. I mean, obviously, if if um for basketball that they're having some really favorable test reports, then maybe something's working much better.
0: It's it's gotta be the bubble. I mean, yeah. no one's coming in. Except for, peop- except for players who have already been tested and are quarantining. But most people aren't going out. Yep. That's a big thing. And one person who is in the bubble, Kyrie Irving, is starting a $1.5 million fund for WNBA players who opted out of the season for social injustice reasons. If, they, if WNBA players opted out of the season for social injustice reasons, then they were not getting their contracts. Mm. They were fo- they were avoiding them. They said, we're, I'm not going to get paid this year. That's what it was for. So Kyrie Irving basically said, we're going to have this money, and I'll give it out to you if you need it. It's because you're not getting your contract. You're not getting paid as much as NBA players are. So you can have you can have your share of your contract through this fund that I'm going to provide for mm-hmm. you. So that's a, it's that's a, the
2: first thing I've really heard about women's sports during all of this. Have women been playing?
0: They and have they, they... they did. They they had they had an opening tip-off just a few days ago. Sabrina Inescu had her rookie debut after being one of the most electrifying players ever in college in any sport. But yeah, I mean the WNBA is in Orlando too. I don't I don't know if they're in Orlando, but they're in a bubble I believe close to the NBA. So, the WNBA is going off. they
2: How about women's soccer?
0: I haven't heard anything about women's soccer.
2: Okay.
0: I haven't heard anything about women's soccer. I know the MLS is good. They've had zero tests again. We just, I just said that they have zero yep. tests again. They're still playing. They've been playing before anyone else was playing.
2: hmm So... Good stuff.
0: Yeah, good stuff for them. And then NHL. I've mentioned them a little bit, but they have moved... Or they will move into Toronto and Edmonton, like literally right now, as you're speaking. Some teams are getting there now, some teams will get there tomorrow, some teams got there earlier today. But they had a press conference last Thursday. Obviously we were gone, didn't have any recording stuff with us, couldn't record anything.
2: And we had no TV we either. We had no TV we either. We were either. we were in the
0: woods. We were we were literally in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but, having fun though. Having fun. Yes. As always. But they they unveiled their bubbles to the world and they had they had multiple different areas. They had players lounges, they had golf courses, they had all these different places that the players could go to. It seemed it looked just like the NBA. One thing that they said is that they buffed up the Wi-Fi because NBA players were having trouble gaming and okay, stuff. Okay, that's, that's
2: a massive problem.
0: It is it's a massive problem <laughs> that players were having cuz well I mean cuz you know they have they, they have, have all downtime. they have all this downtime and a lot yeah. of them stream when they play games. Yep. Because that's just an extra way to make money for them.
2: Oh, well. Well, and it's fun. And it's And, it, fun. and it's, you know, a way to connect with your fans. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, they have they have uh, gaming setups and all that stuff. And so they buffed up the Wi-Fi a lot. Because that was one of the big concerns that they heard from the NBA. And so that way players can game and they can it stream. Sounds like that sounds like you
2: guys when we're up in the woods.
0: Sounds like us. Yeah. Yes,
2: the Wi-Fi is not good enough. Gotta yeah. beef it up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but... I guess the, the biggest thing that came out of the weekend for me from the NHL was Seattle. Seattle released their new NHL team's name. They had a team, and then the team kind of fell off, and now they've released a new name for the team. Okay. The name is the Seattle Kraken.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what does the mascot look like?
0: I, I, don't, I don't know what the mascot looks like. The jer- The Kraken? Yeah. That's I, so funny. The, the jerseys, though? I will say the jerseys and the cover scheme looked sick.
2: Oh really? They looked very good. Huh. Let me
0: see if I can pull it up here for you. But yeah, I mean they were. It was big news that came out. Um, uh, it was absolutely the Kraken
2: to break the ice. Is that what it? Yeah. Is that what it says? How cute. Yeah.
0: See, this is the jerseys.
2: Oh, those are they're, really sick. Yeah, they're, I like those. They're blue.
0: They've got blue and red. They've got the little anchors at the top. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah, And they've got like navy blue. Uh huh. Got a lot of things on them. That yeah, it doesn't look like. like they
2: don't see a mascot yet.
0: I think th- th- this is their logo. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a. I think it's supposed to be a like, fin. Like a, like a sea or monster. Like, no, like a like a suction. Like uh what are the octopus? Octopus, octopus yeah, things. Yeah. The, the tentacles. The tentacles. Yes. I think it's supposed to be like a like a long tentacle. You think they'll have
2: like a big tentacle out there as their mascot?
0: Mm, that look a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> that they just had a,
2: like a the, tentacle running around.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, I think I think that look a little weird.
2: Okay. Yeah. Very cool. But
0: yeah, I mean, I, I like I li- the colors. Yeah, I, these jerseys are absolutely sick.
2: Yeah, I like the I like kind of the navy with the light blue. Yeah, I like yeah, I, nice. I like the
0: color scheme. I, I like the name too. So I mean, th- that is definitely that. That's and we're a,
2: at the website Seattle Kraken. If you just Google it.
0: Yeah, literally, if you just look at it, yeah. or if you just Google it, it's the first thing that pops up
2: that's pretty cool i like, like that i like i kind of like the name
0: yeah it's a little well, bit different I, I like the name too i like i mean especially because they're there's so release the, the kraken yeah that that was literally their name or mm-hmm. their catchphrase it was like we're gonna get on the ice we're gonna release the kraken we're gonna break the ice we're gonna mm-hmm. do all this stuff it mm-hmm. was super dope the trailer looked really cool the Seattle Kraken, I think, might be my favorite team in that <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're picking now based on their jerseys ba- and ba- their Based new- on the jerseys and
0: their name the, the name. the Seattle Kraken are my team. Okay. That, that's my team from now on.
2: Okay, we'll watch the Seattle Kraken then and see how they do.
0: Yeah. But there, there was a lot of surprises in the NBA mm-hmm. coming out. There was, as when scrimmages started, we weren't sure who was going to come in and be healthy, who was going to go out and be he- and the unhealthy, obviously DeMontis Sabonis not healthy Mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. There was a guy who was an absolute phenom in high school. He was ranked the fourth best in his class. He was a five-star recruit, committed to Oregon. He played nine games there, shot 58% from the field, 52% from three, and was averaged like 17 points, 10 rebounds, five blocks a game, something like that. And then he got injured, and we weren't sure how he was gonna be in the NBA. He was in the G League for a lot of this year. He got injured, and he came into the bubble, and he had, he's had two amazing games, one a few days ago, and one today. His name is Bol Bol. His dad was Manute Bol, the seven foot seven, like, eight foot nine wingspan monster. He's seven foot two with a 7'10 wingspan.
2: Oh, my gosh. Those are some tall people.
0: Yeah. All yeah. coming from the same family, too. Wow. And, I mean... He, but interesting,
2: he, he tends to get injured.
0: It was his foot. But he seems to be healthy, and he looks like he's, he's back. Yeah. Yeah. When he had his injury, his foot injury, he lost about 30 pounds, which is not good for a tall, skinny, lengthy guy. But it seems like he's gained some of that back and he looks healthy he looks good which is great for the nuggets and he's he's a threat from outside too and he's got hops and he can block and he can he can do everything on the court which is what you want from a 7 foot 2 freak athlete and he's been doing this since high school too i mean he was he was a game wrecker in high school he was a game wrecker in college when he played and in these scrimmages he's been the guy to watch out for in the scrimmages and another guy who actually re- he had his first debut today just a few hours ago he he hadn't played a game since january his name is jonathan isaac he was he was uh re- he was drafted 2017 he's had he's had an okay start to his career but today he had 13 points seven rebounds three steals and two assists Shot five from six from the field, two for two from three in five minutes. Whoa, those were the first five minutes he checked into the game. In that span, they were on a 23 to 2 run.
2: Whoa, okay, really changed the uh, really, tune of really the game. Really changed the, the game.
0: He was, he's a guy out there who looks fast, he looks defensively strong, and he's seven. He's not. He's, oh, okay. He, he's he's six okay. eleven. He's six eleven.
2: Okay. He's not a seven footer. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he's he's pretty close to a seven footer. <laughs> yeah. But he's, he's still not. very
2: tall. He, he's not a seven footer. <laughs> okay.
0: But him, he looks healthy, and he looks ready to go. He looks fired up. I haven't seen his final stats yet from the game, but he, he, he looked like he was ready. He looked like he's ready to go, and I cannot wait to see the NBA back in action.
2: When is he playing next? What? When is his team playing next?
0: I don't know if they play again until the restart. Uh, I don't have the schedule up. Okay. I, I don't know when they play again. Which team? Oh, the Magic. He the plays Magic. for the Magic.
2: Okay. We can look that up to yeah. see when the Magic plays Yeah, next. we can look
0: it up later. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've got for you, Suze.
2: Well, this has been exciting. There's a lot of interesting things happening, and I... It's really interesting to see what is working and what's not working. And we'll see if, if some of the teams who they're, and, or leagues um, that it, the bubbles are not happening and people are not staying healthy, that um, maybe they'll change their tune and try something different. I hope that they do and don't just say, well, it just doesn't work and we're shutting it down. I really do hope that they try to do something different so that these players can play. Yeah, it is important to them. It, and it's I think it's important to our country to continue having sports.
0: Because it seems like the quarantine and the masks, those are the two things that are really helping in these situations. Because the MLB players, they're wearing masks, but then they um. don't wear them in the clubhouse. They don't wear them in the dugout. They don't wear them on the field. No, no one's been wearing them on playing the game, but just being around the other people it's i think it's a necessity to wear a mask also please wear a mask if you are going outside going to visit other people going to visit relatives
2: and or going in a building and we're
0: going in a building please please wear a mask but yeah we're gonna see what happens with the mlb hopefully we get some more news tomorrow about what what's gonna happen have a feeling that if there's if there's another if the if the phillies have big numbers if their COVID tests come out and they have big numbers the league might get suspended again. It would
2: be sad. You ho- know, it's just interesting, even news. in NASCAR, you, know, you see the drivers get out of their cars and they're immediately putting masks on. And all the reporters have the long microphone poles now so that people don't have to stand close to each other. So, you know, I think a lot of sports that traditionally have not gone maybe necessarily with science being um, their... <laughs> Their measure of what they're going to do are really saying, listen, we got to be careful and we have to watch out for each other and uh, they're doing the right things.
0: Yeah. So this today has been Monday, July 27th, Season 1, Episode 3 of Everyday Sports. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the show.